Mic check, mic check. Hey everyone, it's Robert, aka Bobby A, aka the beautiful black beast of the furnace, aka the collector of babes. You don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, this is just a quick announcement before we get into this week's episode um, to apologize for our lack of putting stuff out. It's mostly Peter's fault. It's a little bit on my fault, but it's mostly Peter's fault. Um, yeah, but when they get back to regular um, uploading. Thank you for being patient with us. You guys, the reason we do what we do and we thank you and we appreciate you. You guys are amazing. I'm amazing. The other guys, not so much, but maybe one day they'll become as, as amazing as we are. We can hope. We can pray. I doubt it though. Anyway, secondly, there were um, a couple of shout outs I forgot to do during the episode. So I'm just going to do them now because why not? I got the power. I got the mic. I'm in the driver's seat. Firstly, we've got Nancy Meets, um, 24th of September, season two. It's going to be dope. Check it out. It'll be on YouTube. You probably can find the link here and there on Facebook. It's going to be amazing. I've seen a couple of things. It's, it's looking sick, bruv. Um, secondly, as you know, I run this monthly poetry night called Poetry Pizza and Polaroids. Um, just like a writing group, really. Because people don't write enough. I want to get more people writing and writing bars. Because I like in- I enjoy listening to bars. So I want people to know how to write bars so, they- so-, so that I can be entertained. But forget that. Um, poetry Pizza and Polaroids It's having a name change It's having a slight change of direction But it'll be at the same place Same time I'll put some description in the link The next one is the 10th of September Which is this Sunday coming Or the Sunday coming of as of when this podcast goes out um, Yeah, come down That's right Let's be creative um, Yeah Once again, you guys are amazing Um if there's anything you think we could do to improve what we do please let us know we are always down to hear from you guys if you guys want to come down come down join the group join the madness the chaos it's actually a good time and i think you love it because i love it because i'm so lovable anyway let's get into the episode <laughs> Good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of The Blacksmith's Furnace with me, Robert. Man like Mal, obviously. I don't know why everyone's silent, man. Like, um, you know, me, Kaylin. <laughs> I thought we were going anti-clockwise. But... Do you know, I was, I was going to do that, yeah, but normally Peter would be here and he would say his name before you say yours. Mm-hmm. So I was like, because he's not here, is it going to throw everyone off? So I just thought I'd jump in, but it's calm. Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah, it's cool, it's cool. I thought, I thought it'd bring some clarity to this. Anyway. We have uh, a special guest this uh, week. Kaylin, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Returning for the second time. But they don't know that. Yes, they do. Nope. No, they don't. Oh, that one has a shot. It got corrupted. Oh, sat down. Well, the whole thing got corrupted. Not, the, not like, the, like the first bit of it. So no, 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 because no, we did two. No, we did one. No, we did one whole one, mm-hmm. but it was split. We were going to split into two. Probably. So if the first part was corrupted, we could still salvage the part Nagy. that we're getting at, Nagy. getting at you. Okay, so for the, for the first time that you guys are hearing, but the second, I don't know why this guy is dropping stuff, making the thing go into red. Yeah? Just, if you're going to take do my job, can you do it? I'm and doing just, it, I'm doing it. Can, you, do can it. you let me do it? Just do it. Yeah? <laughs> can you let me do it? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah? For the second time, but for the first time for the listeners, we have a special guest um, would you like to introduce yourself? He doesn't know her name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? 
<laughs> I do know her name. Say Harlan. her name, Harlan. <laughs> Would you like to introduce yourself? I'm, I'm Harlan. Hello, Harlan. How are you today? I am. I'm fine, thanks. <laughs> That's Harlan goes to church with Kaden and myself. She's on the worship team. She's Cheers. a singer. When she decides to sing. Oh, mud. Mud. Wow. Mud. But it was good today, but though. She's a better singer than you. Oh. Because your mum said that you need a singing lesson. <laughs> in front of the whole church. Mud. But you know what? Yeah, it's all about worshipping Jesus, isn't it? Amen. Amen. Anyway, let's get into it. Um, so, a um, couple of weeks back, no, it's been about a month. Actually, a couple of weeks back, a couple of weeks back, um, Jamila sent me this this screenshot from a Facebook post. Um, and she said that you might find it interesting to talk about. Oh, so down. Why is there suggesting topics? You're like, let me know. So, well, that's for you two to discuss. Um, we, we, we're gonna have that, that family <laughs> discussion when she comes back home with that. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, so this lady uh, wrote this post. That's and, and, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I don't even know what the post is. I'm joking. Okay, so it goes something like this. Well, it goes exactly like this Millennials are not leaving the church because of God, we're leaving because of you. Mud. Well, even because we get because we have to get through your five armor bearers and two watchmen just to shake your hand after service. Well, even because you care more about the fact we're wearing pants instead of a skirt than our salvation. Well, even because you will preach till you're blue in the face but can't genuinely speak when we see you out in public. Well, even because you preach for ten minutes, hoop and holler for twenty, but can't engage with any of us, can't engage with any of us of our questions about theology. Well, even because you can take up free offerings to reach your goal, but you never, you're never in the community doing service. Need I continue? This generation is a generation after God's own heart, along with sound doctrine and real community. But we are not here to play these fake and phony games. We will get our Bibles and meet in our living room, coffee shop or park before we sit under some of this leadership today. Hashtag we are over it. So what do you think about that? I feel like they had some beef in their church. Oh. <laughs> Someone's passing just spoke about them in the pulpit and that. I think it's kind of, it has truth to it though. Mm. I think more people that I've spoken to about church, that are anti-church, say it's because, never mentioned really it being about God, but that they don't like the people in church that they see. But then wouldn't the counter-argument be that you're not going to church for the people, you're going to church for God. So if you don't like that church that you're in, you should go to a different church. But how many churches do you go to before you're like, I'm fed up of going to try out different churches? Like you can, for picture like extreme case, that happens. Um, a girl's going to a church and she goes to a pastor saying, oh, like, I have an issue. And the pastor is saying, okay, so God is saying I should sleep with you and that's going to get... <laughs> legit, I should speak, I sleep with you and that's going to get rid of your issue. So the pastor sleeps with the girl and then the pastor's like, all right, the court, the treatment isn't done. We need like three more doses, yeah, before before that demon that is bothering you is going to leave. And then the girl calls the pastor, records the conversation, the pastor's saying, yeah, this and that, tells her mum and then they confront the pastor and the pastor gets the whole church against the family. So like, in situations like that. Is that a real story? Yeah, it's a real story. 
Yeah, I was thinking you really came up with that kind of scenario. <laughs> 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 it's, 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 it's actually a real story. Um, in situations like that, I can definitely understand why you won't just be against that church. You'd be against the whole religion. Because not only have they violated your daughter, they've got the whole community against you as well. Following one... I can't say the word on, on podcast, but one... No, say it, say it. One dickhead's advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? But it's like, it's... Th- there is a genuine abuse of the faith by some ignorant people. And that, I totally understand it putting people off. Mm. Um, but it is, as you said, like, we should be following the God of the religion rather than the religion. But it's... Not a lot of people have... Um, that understanding or that relationship in the first place to know mm. that and that's that's what as a church we should be striving to point people towards the god of the religion rather than the people of the religion has anybody here had any bad pastor experiences i've had bad church experiences you can't drop statements like that without <laughs> like I, okay so I before I came to the church that I go to now with you guys I so I grew up in the church of England so I went to church of England schools both my primary and secondary school so I went to church through my school if that makes sense so every mm. Christmas every Easter blah 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 we'd just go and it was the church in, where I used to live so that was just the church of England church that I used to go to it was very you know if you've experienced church of England church is very like methodical mm. rules and like it just happens the service is quite the same every single time it was what I was used to and then I got invited in year 10 to a church that I won't name name the church holy ghost <laughs> some any no, charismatic I can't I can't name the, I'm not going to name the church but what denomination it's but it's it's quite is it the bait one? it's quite a known church yeah. especially for its youth group and there's one in there's many wow there's <laughs> many there's many um different branches of of it all across the country and all across the world in fact and i initially went because i like music and they had a youth group and there were loads of people i'm an only child so i, I like being around people my oh, age sure. yeah oh. i like being around people my age it was very hard for me to integrate with people my age so going to it and seeing all of these young people all together and working together and you know praying together and being together it was a nice environment initially 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 and then so i used to go after the services so i didn't actually initially start going to services i just went to youth group Mm. which was somewhat to do about god and stuff but it was a bit milder in Mm. comparison to the sunday morning and so they have a service every day multiple times a day wow so that's a collection every day multiple times a day in different languages also. So they have an English service and a Spanish service or a Portuguese service. So let's just say that this particular church is making quite a bit of money through tithe and offerings. Just a bit. bit. And so so that's first what kind of caught me off guard because to me, yes, you're a believer and it's like, you know, every Sunday you go to church but it's throughout the week but this was actually you go to services throughout the week so I went to a particular service and it was on a Friday evening what particular service? and I wasn't prepared and there was a, a time of prayer and we were all told to close our eyes and then I heard noises <laughs> <laughs> and 
I felt very, very scared. And I had to leave the auditorium because it was like, and there were things like that. And the all the noises. Speaking people, in tongues. Yeah, people <laughs> crying. I opened my eyes because you're supposed to keep your eyes closed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I opened my eyes and I saw they called them like assistants. So I saw these people because they wear a uniform. I saw these people tackling people to the ground, screaming and shouting. And I was like, and obviously I've come from a church of England. Church of England. What, the, the most you do is sing a hymn and cut um. home. Like it's not, it's not that serious. And then as I got further and further into it. I felt like I couldn't get out and I felt like every single service I was going to they were criticising every single thing that I've ever done in my life and made me feel about this big I'm not tall anyway you can't see me but I'm not tall (laughs) (laughs) so they made me feel even smaller than I already am and the pastors as I got to know them and I started to tell them my story and who I was they were like you've got to fight against it like you like they didn't make me feel very good about myself and then they they, and it and it felt like an obligation to go because even though a part of me didn't want to go I felt like I had to because they would judge me or they would make Mm -hmm. me feel like I wasn't about God or they'd make me feel like I wasn't doing what they were doing so I'm not gonna get anywhere in my life and it got to the point where people around me had to just be like you need to stop going to this church because it's hindering more than helping Mm -hmm. your life in general and I feel like people in those positions have a lot of power because the people in the church really believed that these services were benefiting them and they might well be but for me it wasn't the place to be and obviously mm. that's where it comes in you have to find somewhere comfortable yeah. I feel like I've been talking for a long time no, that's good. But are you comfortable at your current church? feel free feel free um, feel free I am um, but I'm just not I'm just not a, I'm a very uncomfortable person in certain situations anyway so it takes a lot for me to feel absolutely comfortable mm. I know when I'm very very uncomfortable which was at the other church where I felt forced to to sing and forced to which is why I don't sing as much at this new church because I felt obligated to do so at my previous mm. one and I felt like you find that helpful to know it was just oh, we've, we've had this conversation oh, many yeah. times already I felt like it was an obligation and which is why I won't always do it every week I want to be able to just go to a service and not feel like I have to sing. Mm. I like to sing, but sometimes. Oh, uh, fam! The other, other recording got corrupted. I don't even think we recorded it, but she sang it. And it was mad. Was it recorded? <laughs> yeah, I don't it think it was recorded. recorded. I don't think it was recorded, but it she sang it. it was mad. Uh, my guitar's upstairs. I want to bring it back down. <laughs> <laughs> no. Kaylin, any horror stories from you? No, it's my first church, isn't it? <laughs> So not yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, except actually, like the worship team leader is just so. Yeah, no, the worship team leader at our church is really bad. He's just like. He said that me and Kaylin couldn't be on the same worship team. Sure. Like we couldn't, like she couldn't play and I couldn't sing on the same. That sounds a bit controlling, still. It was really, really controlling. Really yeah. We had to have a we had to have a sit down. Without oh. even consulting us about. He didn't even tell us. He was just like, "Yeah, you two aren't playing together." Man, sounding like when any worship Adolf Hitler or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he, we need to pray the grace, the grace, grace of Jesus over him. And he like. keeps calling it his worship team. Yeah. Swear! His worship so team. So prideful as well, yeah? Yeah, he's like, Crazy. I'm the boss, I'm the leader. Mad pride, raw! Mm. God, we just break that, we, we bind that right now. Amen. <laughs> Start speaking in tongues on that. Do you know what? The first church I went to, yeah, I'm not even, I think a couple of them listened to the podcast, I ain't even gonna, nah, just whatever. Um, what is it? I ain't gonna say it. <laughs> if you know, you know. But, um, do you know what? Um, like I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for 
what I learned through there and the different things that I went through. I realised that I wasn't perfect there. So in as much as I can point faults from what they did, I've learned from the mistakes that I made there. Mm. So this is in no way trying to say that I was perfect when I was there or anything like that, but I definitely made mistakes. Like, I think the second service I went there, I'd already gotten a girl from the church. What? Mud. 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 Whoa. Bobby, take notes. <laughs> oh, second wow. service, I was already putting in work. It was mud. And it was, it was nuts. It's like, I'm just going to say it. Like straight beat right before like um, oh. a set, <laughs> right before service and then things there was mad. Um, so yeah, like I weren't I weren't perfect um, by no means or shape or whatever. But um, so the person who brought me there was the person who kind of spoke about the gospel to me at the point when I I needed it and I gave I kind of surrendered and stuff and it was literally like. I'm not, I'm kind of like Harlem where I'm very, no, I'm not, well, not well. I'm very um, introverted. I'm very introverted. So if I go into a new place, I don't really talk to people. I kind of keep myself to myself until I warm up and become a bit more comfortable around people before I start actually communicating. So this person spoke to me. I was that like, cool, come to my church. I come with him to the church and he just disappeared. So I'm walking through the church and I'm just like, fam, like, there's no one here that's talking to me, like... So I literally just come, sit at the back, listen to a sermon and just bounce right afterwards. There wasn't any real engagement or anything. I, I felt as though I was kind of thrown into something without anyone to help me out. Um, as I was getting into it, like, the sermons here... Um, they're a bit mad still. They were very, like, us-centred rather than go-centred. So, this um, one, one, for example, yeah, was that the pastor was saying the reason we should evangelize is because God will answer your prayers after you've won, you've won a soul. So if, if you've been praying for something and God hasn't done it, go in a soul and God will answer it for you. And I'm like, fam, that is the most self-centered. But people don't win souls. Like... There's so many there's so many things wrong with that statement. <laughs> I'm just like, there's layers wow. to that, <laughs> mate. And I'm like, that is so self-centered. And it's just like for you to get what you want just do these things and god did then answer you and it's like nah it doesn't work like that and half the time we'd go for a prayer meeting we'll literally be binding our witch aunties in africa that has um like held our blessings over a pot and is poking <laughs> um needles and stuff into it and i'm just like yeah you know what I can't be focusing on what I want and what people are doing against me when I'm meant to be here worshiping God, so I, I had to cut. Um, so it's like, I felt, in as much as, as, a, as a community, they provided like the warmth, the engagement, stuff like that, as a spiritual house, they were doing the opposite of what they're actually meant to be doing. Um, and I felt that detrimental to my faith. So I was like, I have, I have to go. Um, have you had any bad experiences? I had one. It wasn't with with my pastor too. <laughs> so there was these babes. Oh, so that's the way it is. Okay. Yeah, and I was interested in her, so I would I I would go to like her like her Bible study, mm. like every, every every now and again. Where was this Bible study? Saint is. <laughs> huh? What church was this? I don't think he's gonna say that, dude. You know what? Yeah, <laughs> this church is funny. Huh? Say over your chest. 
It was a church, isn't it? Wow. Anyway, anyway, so um, I went to like Bible studies a few times, to the, mm-hmm. the, and um, the pastor he was saying some some, some funny things every now and again, and like some of his, some of like the the things he was connecting. It, it, really it was like a bit of a reach, though. <laughs> it was a bit. <laughs> and um, and then what happened? And then I must have had 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 like a conversation with her one time and said. I'm um, just be a bit careful with what this guy's teaching. Oh, oh, <laughs> be careful. Oh, nope, uh, not because I thought, oh yeah, I know everything, but like, just, just there's just some things you know are not right. And um, yeah, and then she went and told the father that I said, "Waste <laughs> man!" Wow, she's waste man. She did. Do you still talk to this girl? No. <laughs> no. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no. But uh, does she listen to the podcast? I doubt it. But um, she does. But then it turns out if you do waste man. But it turns out that the pastor was actually a pagan. Swear. Yep. So like the church is now closed down. Oh, boy. <laughs> church wow. is closed down. Like people think he's a demon. Oh wow. So yeah, I saw my water the other day. You should have been like, oh, um, so, oh, how's church going for I didn't want to talk to him again. And, I don't know, just like the way he was, he, he was going around things. It was one of those, it was like a very small church. Mm. It was basically like, his family was there. Her, her and like, her brothers and sister were there. Mm. And I think there was one other Spanish family there as well. And like, that made up the church. There's a lot of talk about Spanish today, isn't it? Spain, we've got a Spanish church that they at the church that I was at before I found that I didn't really see myself in what I was learning if that makes mm. sense so the church was, church was very segregated in that the boys and the youth and the boys would do their own activities and the girls would do their own activities and the girls would learn about how to dress like godly and you know how to respect yourself and they would the boys would go and play football and do football matches together and stuff like that. and I was like, but what if I wanted to play football? Not that I wanted to play Did you want to play football? football? I didn't want to play football but just So what's the problem? No, but she just didn't like, have the option to. I just I didn't have the option to. And the most that you would see, like on the altar, it was all men. The most the highest person you could be as a female was a pastor's wife. Mud. And it's like Wow. I didn't I just didn't see my like a, just a, a pastor's wife. You, many women in the church were speaking to me like, yeah, my, my aspiration, I want to be on the altar. I was like, but they don't let females on the altar. Yeah, I want to be a pastor's wife. That's yeah. their aspiration is to be a wife. And that's a great thing to be a wife to someone is a very important job, but just singularly a pastor's wife. And that's what they were teaching. They were like, the girls have their position, the boys have their position. And, and also, the, the, <laughs> the pastors, they would, during the service, they would perform quote-unquote miracles. Yeah? So someone would be like, yeah, I have a pain in my leg. Let's all pray. Let's take a moment and pray. My pain's gone. I believe that God is very able to do that. I think, I, I, I believe God is very able to do that, but every Sunday magically this man just you know all of us just strong prayer some oil 
<laughs> Obviously, <laughs> the oil needs to come out. Some that oil. olive oil needs to come out. Some oil. No one times this week, so olive oil is a bit too much. So let's, let's just go for that. Or let's, or let's like, um, cast out, like cast out a, a demon. And to me, being very, like to myself, these loud proclamations of things, I just found them very, very hard to get my head around and as I said it was like I felt like I was doing something wrong mm. felt like I was the problem and I was trying to fit to what they were doing and to how they were believing in God and how they were acting and it was kind of just like I needed to find somewhere where I, I mm. fit in and I understood how to to learn about God myself mm. I definitely think that as Kaylin was saying like I believe that God is definitely able to kind of step into any situation anytime and bring about change and stuff in terms of healings and stuff. I just I feel as though I if, feel like they use it as propaganda. I feel that there's there's a wisdom that is almost associated with it, and there's a and it's it's like the act points beyond just the act itself. And it points towards the God who's doing it. And I think if, if it is done in that way, it doesn't necessarily encourage people to marvel that there's a healing that's taking place, but rather that there's a God who is so involved and invested in people's lives that he's willing to touch people even in like whatever they're doing. And I think if, yeah, I think definitely the way that people kind of do that can either put you off or encourage you into it. Um, going along that lines as well, there was another church, mud, another church. Yeah, um, they they were in Tooting. They're not in Tooting anymore. Even their name, their name pissed me off. I'm not even gonna lie. What's their name? The name, yeah, was Greater Grace. <laughs> <laughs> You've called your church Greater Grace. Like, what is this Greater Grace? <laughs> like, is it greater than Jesus dying for us? Like, what is it? Um, and. Dude, like I'm, I'm used to. I, I came from a Pentecostal church, in it. so I'm used to people going ham, speaking in tongues, where people are doing the madness, knocking over chairs and them things. There, yeah. But like, tell me why this, there's like four people all on mics, screaming. Ah, ah, ah. I'm like, like, what are you doing? And then like, the head guys clapping. In the in the like very rhythmic. Mm-mm. I opened my eyes and everyone just looked like they were in a trance. I was like, "Big man, thing, I can't do this." <laughs> yeah, I can't take. Just, even at our church, when people are even singing too loudly or like, you know, I get a bit on edge. But that's just me as a person, and I can't. And that's why you have to find somewhere where you're comfortable because I I can't do loud noises and people just it's just too much. Oh. And I feel like it's like if you you can't we can't be in the church for long without experiencing some sort of negativity, whether it's through your worship leader, mm-hmm. whether it's through the pastor. Because mm-hmm. um, ultimately, the church is made up of like people, imperfect people, imperfect people, and we're all we're all messed up. And the leader is meant to be God, but some people have tried to take over mm-hmm. unsuccessfully. Mm-hmm. But um, 
I want to, can you read the, uh, the post again, please? I want to kind of look at the different statements and stuff. Um, yep. And I want to look at the last part of what they were saying about fellowship and at home and stuff. Okay. So millennials are not leaving the church because of God. We are leaving because of you. Um, we are leaving because... Okay, wait. Not, we're not leaving church, but we're leaving, we're not leaving church because of God. We're leaving because of you. I'm taking it that they mean the physical... Like congregation church, of church church, church mm-hmm. building and stuff um, because we can't necessarily leave the church which is the body of Christ if we are in fellowship with Christ um, that doesn't really make sense but yes mm-hmm. we're leaving because we have to get through your five armour bearers and two watchmen just to shake your hand after service we are leaving I find it interesting because like at, like our church there's everyone's just it's like a big family sort of thing. Dysfunctional. <laughs> <laughs> dysfunctional. A very dysfunctional a very family. Dysfunctional. No, but yeah, I find that. I find that our church in particular, I mean, after a service, the pastors hang around mm. and we all talk. Everyone that was there on that Sunday, we all sit like around, talk, eat. But drink. I've noticed that like a lot of, um, it's a bit, it is, it is obviously you have your friends and stuff, so they're like, I'm not a like bashing our church and it's cliquey. Like feel free, feel free. Um and like a lot of a particular group will bounce after. Like mm. basically Oh my gosh, that is some shade. <laughs> you talking about <laughs> That's it, do you know who she's talking about? I don't know who she's talking about. Oh you are <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. I know who I'm talking about. Who? Say it with your chest, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. Who are you no, talking but about? That, but that's 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 the cadets. Am I allowed to say that? You're allowed to say that. No. But like not. But not. they're not out. I don't think it's out of choice. Like I feel like they would, and they do sometimes. So yeah, yeah, yeah some of them do. do. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Don't make excuses. <laughs> don't be making no excuses. <laughs> yeah. But obviously, you do have bit But I I feel like in terms of like the heads of the church, those that run the church on a day to day, I feel like they hang around and they are very accessible. Mm-hmm. In some churches, then the the, the pastor or the preacher is mm. not accessible. Mm. Like you feel very distant yeah. from mm. them, and they're the ones that just stand, talk to you, and then leave. Mm. You know, and they only chat to leadership. Or yeah, <laughs> you know the, um, the 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 former head of the whole Salvation Army of the whole entire world used to come in and worship with us on on a Sunday. Oh, so we're saying that we go to church we go to. What? Yeah, this he's oh, yeah. dropped, oh, okay. dropped, dropped it. Yeah, and her name was Linda Bond. And Man dropped first and no, last name. The whole government. She was she 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 was actually wavy and at the and I I I could always get help from her during yeah. meet and greet. Is that why she was wavy? But she was like sixty years old. <laughs> and you, you, you shouldn't say what you age. Wow. But yeah, and I love that the person who's at like the top. The even very he was top. he was here today. Who no, was here today? This Sunday. Who? Commander. Just come on though. Wow. Do you know what? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I work in the Church of England. Do you? Yeah. 
I, I didn't say that to make you feel any way, but it's like <laughs> I, f I find it very interesting that even within the Church of England, there's there's what is known as the High Anglican and the Low Anglican. Mm -hmm. So a High Anglican is very lethargical. They're like um, almost like Roman Catholics or Catholics to a degree where there's liturgy and stuff that you follow, like smells and bells. The guys wearing white robes and I, I hate all of them things. Mm -hmm. Like. Why are you wearing a white robe with one long point hat? <laughs> <laughs> like this but is I not. I used to do it. I used um, to. Nah. You used to wear so, the hat. No, like so in the primary school. Do you have pictures? The pri no. The primary. Do you have pictures? No, I don't. Have pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't have pictures. I, don't have, I don't have pictures. I don't have pictures. But um, in my primary school, there was a special service on a Thursday, whereby the priest of the school's uh, church would come. Hmm. The father, sorry, the father would come the church like, and there would be father, there's, a, <laughs> there's a um so there would be a group of us chosen a couple of us and one would hold the cross mm -hmm. and another would hold the bible and um i think two others would hold candles mm. so everyone that like, would take turns and you'd wear a white robe mm -hmm. and it was always too big for me <laughs> you'd wear a white robe and you'd walk in procession with mm. the father and then you'd have the cross and the bible and, and you'd walk in down in the assembly and then everyone and you'd sit at the sides and stuff like that and it was kind of like a, a ritual and it was kind of it was sacred and it was if you got to do it you were like special and and things like that and obviously each each time it was a change of season obviously the father's color would change and mm. everyone would learn about it and it was quite when you're younger it's quite mythical like mm. you're like oh wow this is so long <laughs> <laughs> it was long but it was yeah no I, stuff like that I didn't I didn't really understand mm, it because that has nothing to do with the bible <laughs> it was just like I don't know how to explain it but it's it's a bit like the church that we go to and they have their own traditions and, and their like our exactly our church has its own like to, to have a salvation if we're going to drop names if we're going to have a salvation army church all you need is uh, the flag and I can't remember like specific something we do not what, what chair i don't know but apparently our, our, our particular church doesn't have one apparently mm. but you need a flag and Isn't that's like a, a chair in the, the grease one that's a yeah and that's a ceremony oh but 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 what what i will say is you can't just pick up a flag and say you're a you're a salvation army call it has to go through the thing well, even that even that that's so long like um so like the low anglicans are like very charismatic and even the distinguishment between high anglican like they're high class yeah. whatever and then low anglican you might just there in it and like you're charismatic and stuff there there's almost like that distinction where it's like yeah we're high you're low i don't i don't like them things there um i see i hear what you're saying because i went to a roman catholic school and i taught in a roman catholic school so i saw all of these things and i was just like fam this is mm. so long i know it's it's weird because for me with religion has always been very difficult because my so one side of my family is church of england mm. and another side of my family is roman catholic Wait. so might as well just be irish so, obvi <laughs> <laughs> so obviously when i was born there was a lot of discussion about where you're gonna go? Where I was gonna go? What type of schools? Because all my cousins on my on the Roman Catholic side of my family have all gone to Roman Catholic girls' schools, have brought up, been brought up in the church in Vietnamese Catholic churches. Wow. Um, and obviously. Why does that sound like 
Have you seen First Blood? Rambo, First Blood. <laughs> Alright, so this is... Um, ah, Sylvester Stallone. He gets caught in like a Vietnamese war. And he's tortured in one Vietnamese camp. And I don't, as soon as you said it, I just reminded that about it. So it might, it might be really pleasant. I don't know. But, yeah. Are the Vietnamese schools in London? Vietnamese, yeah. My cousins went to, like, so the churches, Vietnamese churches tended to have, like, learn Vietnamese when you're younger. Like, go and learn Vietnamese schools and stuff like that. Most of the services are done in Vietnamese. At one of my cousins' wedding, there was, like, five Vietnamese priests. And they wow. all brought, like... A pi- like a side thing from the Pope or something from my oh, yeah. So yeah, they do. They actually they actually must his hand must be tired. In Vietnamese culture, because obviously there are different priests and stuff that they'll uh, go to, it, to not invite one is disrespect. So all of them had to be there. So I don't know. It was very hard for me to find my bearings. I felt like when I was with one particular group of my family, I felt like an outcast in the other, and I never felt very comfortable I didn't really understand it but nobody really enforced religion on me I kind of made my own mind up but it's very hierarchical and very hard to figure out so what draws you guys to church why why did you send for me right I didn't send for you I just looked at you to answer the question yeah you you have been a bit quiet Um, I look like I'm about to fall asleep as well I'm so close um what draws me to church? Mm-hmm. Other than me. Oh, definitely not you. Perhaps just come to church, but we will fool you with you. I come to church, mother first. <laughs> oh, the shots. Well, I literally just had a couple of weeks off, two of which, because I was helping kids. Thank you. Furthermore, my, what draws me to church is God. and I, think I like that. that. Yeah. yeah, I like that. And I think that in order for me to grow my relationship with God, it would help if I was surrounded or had a community of people trying to grow their relationship with God in church is a way to do that for me. And left band art as well a little bit. <laughs> a little bit? <laughs> a, lot, a, lot. <laughs> a lot of it is banter. <laughs> what about you, Harlan? Um, Because, because like, like you live like an hour away from church. I live an hour away from church, and I travel an hour every Sunday. And you're always on time, unlike some people who live just down the road. Oh, what the shit! Wow. Are you always on time? Who? Yeah. You. I, I, I get to church at like eight thirty in the morning. He has to be. He's <laughs> church worship team leader. Oh, so this is the guy you're talking about. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> just, just so you man on the podcast know, yeah. Connect the dots. <laughs> Um, it's weird because initially I didn't, I started coming to the church after the services to work on my music theory with a member of your worship team. My brother, ain't that Jermaine? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, your brother, your brother. So I, initially I wasn't even expecting it. I had just finished with the other church and I... Wait, sorry, can I just clarify? Jermaine's not actually in jail, um... <laughs> He's just in Ghana. Carry on. <laughs> and Ghana's not a pr- is not a sentence, yeah. <laughs> it's a very lovely country. Oh. Yeah, no. Initially, I didn't want to. I, I arrived at the church when I was very having. I don't know how to explain it. I was contemplating my faith because I had just left the church that I was previously at, which I had a bad experience with. And then I think, who was it that invited me? 
back to herself here. Yeah. Potentially me, I'm gonna go ahead and just take credit for that one. <laughs> well, a, a few people you mentioned that go. You didn't you? Yeah, but a few min- a few people mentioned I'd go, and I I wasn't expecting it. It was something that just happened, and I think I went. Didn't you start helping out first at the yeah? I started, at, at the volu- cafe yeah, I started volunteering Truth. with the homeless people, and then I just I don't know something. It sounds so cheesy. Go on, oh go my for gosh. it. Go on. It was like something special, <laughs> supernatural. <laughs> my voice is fast, but I will. It was just, I don't know, it was just something that just drew me in, if that makes any sense. And then gradually I kind of, I started going because you I wanted to. Be to with me. Okay, chill. Shut up, Caleb. I don't know, I feel like I'm not asking the question, but I, I feel like I don't know how to explain it. Obviously I go for God, too. That's just, you don't, so. have, you don't have to point that out, though. Exactly. Uh, some people have to validate their faith by pointing it You might are sending. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the last time you spent time with God outside the church. Oh, my. And when was the last time you read your Bible? Oh, yesterday. Say so. It's like you might have played tennis or something. <laughs> there you go. You own a Bible. <laughs> I actually do. I bought one. When? Oh, so I know. Really? I didn't feel like I needed to tell everybody. Oh, wow. I thought we were going to go and get you one. I thought that was going to be like, like an outing for us. Oh, swear down. No, but you're yeah. taking long still, so oh, I decided my. to get the word. Whoa, 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 whoa. We you, literally took her. We took her. <laughs> but she was broke, so you couldn't buy one. <laughs> she couldn't, you couldn't, like, bless her. I was going to, but she said, no, no, I don't want you to do that. <laughs> I just, I, I, confession, I always had a Bible. Just never read it. No, but it's just not a version that, I don't know. It was a, a Bible that I bought when I was going to the old church and I felt like I needed a new one what to version kind was of it? close that chapter. New King James. New King wow. James? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's a nice one. I love it. Yeah, no, to answer the question, I go, I go because I, I feel comfortable. I feel like I gain something each time I go. What did you gain today? Mud. Okay. What did you gain today, Kayden? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Oh! What was your game? Rest. Yeah, sleep. <laughs> okay, cool. Not much of that. I haven't seen you Oh, do you want me to ask the question? Yeah, I might as well. What yeah, what, what did you gain? I gained today. I gained a couple things today. I gained today that I do, as Robert always tells me, need to come out of my sh- shell, quote unquote shell, because we have a meet and greet section of the service. And I always kind of stick into my own little square of space and talk to that one person that I've probably already spoken to because I know Probably that, me, mostly. That I've known because I know that person. So I need to maybe work on that. I also discovered a couple things about some members of our congregation that Mark. they like to make jokes that are very inappropriate. Um, Who was that? Oh! <laughs> You were there, Robert. Um, And I learned uh, about new things and being accepting of of walking in in new paths that, you know, scare you and that you're not quite sure of, but you should try anyway and just jump in and see what happens. Because I'm not very good at that. So that's what I learned from service today, Katie. What did you learn? (laughs) 
Well, the last thing I've learned, actually, was um, when I was reading my Bible, actually, Harlan. Cool. Um, <laughs> on my daily reading plan. And, um, Have you finished Job yet? No, but... No, what was it? It was Job, wasn't it? It was Job. But he's still running. He's going to be running for, like, the next... Mad. Eon. Oh, such a good book. Anyway, yeah. What, what have you learned, Kaylin? Um, About how everyone, whether they know it or not, is always just craving and, like, looking for God. Um, and, like, so when... Like, th- there was some phrase in the devotional about... um when a guy is knocking on the... you probably heard it, but for me it was new. When a guy knocks on the door of a brothel, he's looking for God, or something like that. I'm sure you've heard it, Robert. Go! I'm trying to say it. Oh, no. I don't know why everyone finds that so funny. (laughs) What about you, Moses? Why do I go to church? What keeps me going to church? Um... Do you know what? I went through a stage where I was like, one church, um, I'm just going to stay at home, listen to two, two Donnie McClurkin albums, um, do a Bible study, and just live life. But I realised that I was becoming very judgmental to other, towards other Christians, and I was very much becoming like, you're not about this life, what are you talking about? Um, just being really harsh, and I was convicted that that's not that's not like showing the nature of God. I'm doing all of these Bible studies and I can't reflect the God that I'm kind of looking at in the word. Um, I think it's Corinthians where it says like, knowledge puffs up, but love edifies. And I weren't trying to help people, I was just trying to lord it over them. So I've realized the importance of being in the church. Um, I've realized the importance of not just being in it, but serving in the church. Um, I've realised that I've, I've, been, I've floated around so many different churches and I've realised that I know church is perfect. Um, but the key thing is, what can I bring? How can I serve? How can I kind of pour into that? Um, in accordance with how I feel like God is kind of leading me to. Sometimes God will be like, no, nah, leave, leave that church. But for as long as I'm there, I'll be like, how can I like be of benefit to this church? Um, I still find it beneficial to do my own stuff. But I generally enjoy serving other people. I generally enjoy helping other people get to know God, um, which has led to my role currently in the church. But I generally enjoy helping people kind of look at God and stuff. So that's why I'm there. I just want to serve more so than what I get, because more time I'm not getting anything. So I'm just like, I'm I'm here to serve sort of thing. Um, Sometimes like, Worship is going on and I'm far. Um, not because like my mind is just drifting, but it's just I'm not engaging with what they're doing. Um, so yeah. But I'm there more so to serve than anything else. Um, I just realised the importance of it. That as a Christian, I can't really do without the church. Um, yeah, it's not an individual thing. How about yourself? Well, it is an individual, but it's corporate individual, whatever. I think for me, like, following, following from like what Moses, what keeps me going to church is that our church gives us the ability to serve. Mm. So it, it presents us with, with like opportunities for us to 
do things for other people, mm. and which which I think is very important. Oh. Are you, are you okay, though, Harlem? Yeah. And yeah, so like, you get chances to do like so many different things, and um, I like the whole idea of living your faith out. Mm. And and yeah, so I've been involved with everything from being on the worship team to um to owning it right <laughs> start the bottom now we hit <laughs> to um I'm singing Drake <laughs> <laughs> to serving the homeless I, I, I've even done like two to English lessons is this, is this your CV now isn't it no I, I'm I, I'm just showing you the variety not the what I've done what I've, I've had the opportunity to do and I'm very thankful. And what I love about our church as well is that. Oh, crap, in my foot. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> um, we get people from all different walks of life. And it's just interesting seeing all these different people. And the one thing that brings us all here is, is God. Mm. And it just. And it's, it's just nice to see how other people's faith plays out in their life. And I find it very encouraging. And yeah. I think I mentioned this before, but like, the first time I heard of Salvation Army, I thought it was a charity. Yeah. I genuinely just thought it was a charity. And then it wasn't until... Rec- no, it wasn't that I was reading a book by, um, of, about Smith Wigglesworth. Sorry, say his name one more time. Smith Wigglesworth. Great. I don't know. So his first name was the last name. Yes. His last name was not. <laughs> 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 he joined the Salvation Army, and I was like, "Oh, swear! Okay, it makes sense, isn't it? Salvation's Army. Okay, two, two, it clicks." Um, and then I started to realize that it was, it was actually a church. Um, yeah. Um, so I, I like that. The reason I mentioned that, I like the fact that it's almost like. Jesus says, "Let your light, so, let your works all shine, that people may see. Let your lights all shine, that people may see your good works, that they will glorify your Father in heaven." And it's like, I didn't necessarily know that they were Christians, but after I, I thought they were just doing community work and stuff like that. And then when I realized that they were Christians, it all made sense. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Raw, like, they actually are fully about what they what they're saying. It's not just like." come to church on Sunday, yeah. give us your money and then bounce. But yeah. they're actually like fully in- invested and stuff. And I genuinely appreciate that about it. I might not go there, but not for any particular reason. But um, <laughs> <laughs> just throw that out there. But um, I genuinely appreciate that. And I'm not just saying that because you guys are here. But it's just like, and I say that because of this. Um, there's always an excuse not to go to church. There's always an excuse to leave. Someone looked at me wrong. Something happened. Someone was smoking outside and the whole church just poured hot water over them. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like... Wouldn't be surprised if Robert Dunlop... <laughs> 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 Straight from the kettle. But yeah, it's one of them ones where... Generally, if we are in a relationship with God... We're, we're walking with God's people. We're walking with our Christians. And we should want to walk with them. Um... I think it's Philippians that says, work out your salvation in fear and trembling. Um, the you there, or your, 
isn't singular, it's plural, because he's talking to a church. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, you guys work out your salvation. So it's like, as a body, as, as a collective, work out your salvation. And it's not saying, like, go home by yourself with your Bible. There's an element of that. But the emphasis is on as a collective, mm-hmm. as a gathered people. And, yeah, it's, I thought, it, it can happen where people just want to lock themselves up in a room for one, one reason or another, but we can't do it alone. As a church, we can't do it. Whatever the reasons are, God is able to heal you. God is able to turn that negative positive. Look at Harlem. Um, <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, it's like God is able to do it. I definitely don't think you should just leave church. Um, there's always an excuse. There's always pointing at someone. But we're all just here to point out God so yeah I think I'm in a nice place to round things up so thank you for listening guys appreciate it as always um, yeah leave a comment about about your experiences with church um, the church walls if you have any pagan churches let us know name them name them and shame them um, wow that would be dope nah do you know what that might be pain people start <laughs> it'll spate. be so much jokes but picture that like you just don't like the church so you just put put their name down I don't know why you're playing YouTube no I I need to check something anyway yeah um yeah so like comment subscribe can can, can, can you subscribe or SoundCloud to SoundCloud yeah Yeah. you should subscribe SoundCloud I I, am subscribed to oh yeah you said you guys like you're not part of it (laughs) us guys (laughs) thank you for joining us Harlem hope you enjoyed your second experience that's your first experience we should get you to sing on the thing sing on the thing Get, get the guitar down. Serenade us out. Nah, nah, nah. Don't know. Do you have, do you have any tags or handles that you wanna, where, where people can find you? Listen you know? to your music. Um, How's the record label thing going? It's alright. Change <laughs> 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 the record label. You, you, you heard, you heard right. that right. Still record label and that. Nah. Mm. Oh gosh. Well, think about it, and if you, if you do have something, I'll just put yeah, it in the comment. Put it in the, put in the yeah. description. Description yeah, below. Description. Yep. Um, anything from you, Kaylin? No, if anyone's got a job going. <laughs> 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 Some A levels to hand out, maybe. Uh, Reverb's happening on Tuesday. Tuesday, yep. Yeah. Tuesday. Tuesday, um, 7 pm. 7 30. 7 30. Um, at Project B in. Riding. I'll put the description stuff Don't in the know. description. It's five pound if you book in advance. Or well, if you pay if you pay for the ticket in advance, seven pounds in the door, but it's gonna be dope. Um two dope features. We've got like what's it? A soundologist. Yes. A soundologist. If you don't know what it is, it's not in the dictionary. Don't worry. <laughs> We've got a soundologist, yeah? Uh, I, I don't think it's in the dictionary, but I, anyways. Um Are you coming home? Wow, you're really putting me on the spot. I don't know. I don't know yet. Okay. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm not sure if I'm going. I don't know yet. Hey, guys, guys are snakes. Are you coming? Of course. Don't know. Don't know. I don't know. I ripped the tingler. So, yeah, obviously, I'm going to be there on the on the, on the flasher and that. That's not wrong. I'm going to be there on the camera, yeah? He's going to be on the I'm going to be there on the camera, so... Holla at your boy when you see me. Cool. Um, I'm a big man. Well, holla at your boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, obviously everyone's everyone's gonna be about two dot features. It's cool. 
It's good stuff. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, hang tight, rude, for the intro and outro music this week because Peter sent me a corrupted file, so I can't use the okay. Brothers and Ram. I find it's a sick thing, so I'll be using it. Um, Calvin Turner. Calvin Turner for the Ordinary Amazing logo. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash Blacksmith's Furnace, no apostrophe, on all good podcasting websites, Blacksmith's Furnace with an apostrophe, Twitter at the Furnace UK, email address tbsfurnace at hotmail.com. That's everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's everything. Cool. And type Peter. And type Peter. Living life right now. Living life. Obviously. <laughs> Uh-uh. Welcome, welcome to the team, cuz. <laughs> anyway. Robert soon come. Oh, please, please, please. <laughs> well, maybe soon. <laughs> Why are you rejecting your blessing? Huh? Oh, that's a time place for babies, and it's not now. So no, that's, that's just a soon come. Yeah, not tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> but to, it, it's tomorrow, not soon. There we go. Anyway, anyway this is the Blacksmith's Furnace signing out. Blow. <laughs> <laughs>